advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. Not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King with the Todd You say... I just got whiskey dissed. What happened? You slide me the bottle of Eagle Rare when you got a fucking red breast 15. This was facing you. That was like in your thing. I pulled this away from you to pour it because you had that one. I didn't want to burn this bottle because it's like pretty low. Low enough that I was like, this needs to go back on the shelf. Brenton doesn't need to be That's touching he said. anymore. Yeah. He said he wasn't going to give a black man that bottle. I heard him. Is that what he said? I heard That's him what say he something. said. Yeah. I he muttered I, it. I thought I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't say it out loud. Yeah. It looked like you said yeah. it, though. I mean, Eagle Rare is a fine, you know, fine Dave, Dave's not even black. Here, get another glass. Bro. You can have it. I don't know. I still got Eagle Rare. Then he just defended your blackness. Yeah. Damn. What's up, gentlemen? Let me make it awkward. Who? You. I was just speaking the truth. No. Yeah. Somehow I went under the bus for that one though. I feel like I'm dying. You look like it. You look like shit. So terrible. Yeah. You look like a poop emoji. But with the eyes. <laughs> like you look like soft serve shit right now. I think like cam jelly. just have eyes. Yeah. yeah, they have eyes and a smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't smiling. Why do you feel so bad? I don't know. Leftover food poisoning? No. The sun poisoning, I think. I don't know. That'll do it, too. The sun's fucking kicking my ass. You said you were going to eat between episodes. You didn't eat that. I didn't eat. I gave you a cookie. You ate that? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was all right. What'd you eat today? (sighs) Huh? What'd you eat today? Uh, I I ate. I had panda for lunch. I like real quick. Eat real quick. Look at that. Bunch of water. Chris Jackson on the group trying to get 10% of the group to to buy a $10 worth of modern grub. Mm. And 600 people would get to eat. This guy's oh, fucking wow. mathematician. Oh, nice. He's fucking figuring he's it out. It. He's doing some shit. He is. Wow. Look at this. Yeah, he's, he's got a post. Yeah. 600 <clears throat> people. Who? Ronald McDonald, Grimace, mm. Fry Guys. Hamburglar. That's how it is, right? That's what that's for? Rubble, rubble. Yeah, who lives at Ronald McDonald's house anyway? It's all those guys from the 80s. That they're out of Run work. Ron lives there. Yeah, all those dudes that used to hang out in the toy zone. You know, they opened the toy part on McDonald's back up. Yeah, it kind of blows my mind. Like, I saw kids playing in there. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Why is that weird? Because it was closed forever. And they still want you to wear a mask half the fucking places. And they're letting kids, like, the dirtiest little booger pickers, <laughs> like, run around through ball pits in a day. Like, the, yeah, none of them. That's got, probably the. I mean, I don't have any kids. I'd let my kids play in there. Builds up I their would. immunities. But I'm just saying, that is probably, like, one of the dirtiest things next to, like, a public restroom or the movie theater. Yeah. Like, that's the. Or a hooker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, friend of mine, a friend of mine was a manager at McDonald's when I was in college, and he was like, never under any circumstances let, let your, your kids children in there. play in these no. things. 
They've been so you pissed don't even, in, you shit don't even in. understand the horror Because show. there's no way yeah. to clean it properly properly. Like no, if a kid don't shit it. in there. They don't no. clean it. Yeah, there's AstroTurf. Do they get out there with a the hose and no. spray that out? Hell no, no they're not no. cleaning the no, inside no. of the tube. No. Can you imagine seeing Just a dog play like Do you let your eight-year-old fuck a hooker? If the answer is no, don't let him in the ball pit. Exactly. It's that bad, huh? It's that bad. Wow. Yeah. Did you see uh, Dustin Willis's new ink? That explains my rash. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Uh, you got the skull and knife thing. Yeah. You got like a 3D yeah. version of the skull, too. It's like the he upgraded did. version. Uh-huh. looking dope. Yeah, he got, he got some. Oh, I started SK. watching. Does, uh, did he realize he has to pay us royalties the rest of his life now? Uh, I, don't think, I don't think they realized that when no, they do that. I got the paperwork ready to send to yeah. him. Yeah. He already signed it yeah. on his arm. Just yeah. like we own Fatty Large Slim, he's fucking right. owned now. <laughs> yeah. Don't stupid. What? What? Why you say that for? I, I was talking about something. Gave that name. I was talking about something else. Yeah. So based on that, I think. Uh, yeah, John. Should, John Kane. Oh, John Kane. The at least, like the at least, he should get yeah, a hot sack. You might get like twenty fucking people. But Bob Woods. Knock, knock, bitch. Look Bob at this. Woods. They didn't get hot sacks. What's but his got name? Tattoos. Bob Woods. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Bobbert, I call him. Mm-hmm. Bobbert Woods. Kane Shiro. Yeah, Kane Shiro. Yep. Axel's doesn't count. Yes. There's a lot of people, man. There's so many I can't even think of. There's a lot. Well, in this case, thank you, Dustin, and we'll Who's get Willis? your hot sack. Who, who are you who, talking about? What's the hot sack from, though? Who, who does that? Yeah, who does that? What you talking about? What you talking about? What's in a hot sack? What's in a hot oh, sack? Oh, El Yucateco hot sauce. Jeez. Why are you ringing the bell? Pulling teeth over that? That's I, not the intro. I always ring the bell. No. Whenever that's said, I always no. do it. Yeah. El Yucateco hot sauce. No, you normally don't do the Mario. No, you always ring the bell. You now. normally don't do the Mario. Yeah, you can take a hot sauce. Is that a new thing now? Yeah, it's a new thing. Hmm. You'd usually just around? do like one or two bell rings. Yeah. What if you're not around it? What if I message you? <laughs> I'll run like down here. I'm just going to ruin your life now. Just running So I send Brent messages of you saying, oh, you can take a hot sauce and know that it's going to ruin his day. Yeah. I'll keep having to run downstairs. I'll have to start carrying him in a fanny pack. I'll put him in our story. If you message me, oh, you can take a hot sauce, I will screenshot it and put it in the story. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That'd be funny. Yeah. Like on Messenger or like, how do you want them to message you? If they have the ability to message me, that's the only way that anyone can message me. Uh, yeah, Brad doing. Oh wait, gotta flip the camera. What you doing? I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, you can take a hot sauce. Yeah, look at me. He didn't ring the bell that time. That's right. That's right. You're not gonna ring the bell? No, not for video. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's rules, Brad. There's rules. Yeah. yeah. It can only be documented through huh. auditory purposes. That's stupid. Yeah. Hey, I don't make the rules. The OCD you makes just the did rules. make the rules. No, I'm not in charge of that. It's just whatever the universe does to me. Whatever. No, this is stupid. Yeah, just delayed. <laughs> <laughs> it bothered me a little bit. I had to do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I know it did. Yeah. So thank you, El Yucateco Hot Sauce, King of Flavor, since, since 1948. And uh, also thank you to Modern Grub, mm-hmm. um, our latest uh, sponsor. Um, if you are in the uh, region, um, definitely check them out. You can go pick up food directly from their facility. You can get it delivered to you. Um, it's a really cool uh, meal prep. Um, you know, no no thought. And again, to me, the my aside mm-hmm. from the fact that they're delicious, it's like I get – Healthy meals that I wouldn't have thought of, and I didn't have to heat up my kitchen when it's 109 degrees mm-hmm. outside. 
Yeah, Dave's that's, had vegan just, surprise. Dave never gets yeah. vegan surprise. He uh, thought he knew it all. Yeah, yeah, no, he did get vegan surprise. And I mean, yeah. like full disclosure, there. I tried to give Brent one of them because it didn't sound good to me. Mm-hmm. It was like a salad with pineapple in it with a Beyond Burger. I'm waiting for it. Let's hear it. And I was like, I didn't even want it. And he was like, No, take it. Like you might like it. And I was like, All right, fuck it, I'll take it. <clears throat> and I went home on Monday and I was fucking starving. And I was like, Okay, fuck it, I'll eat that thing. And I got it out, heated up the patty, and it came with like this teriyaki sauce. Mm-hmm. And I put a oh, hit. Yeah, it's a Hawaiian of, burger, yeah. Uh, yeah, I put a hit of a uh, uh, El Yucateco Caribbean into the teriyaki sauce. Fuck yes. Mixed it up, put it on there, cut up the burger, mm-hmm. had it as a salad. It was fucking delicious. Dude. So, so you're about pineapples on salad now? It's okay. I'm about pineapples in a teriyaki situation. It went together, yeah. It's got to be. A, it, it was. Worked. It was a perfect. And I, I, I mean, work for me because I don't like teriyaki. Because I got to say, I went from it was. It was like zero That's to hero. True. Like All I was right. trying to give it away. Yeah. And yeah. I took my first bite, and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking delicious!" Yeah. Like you it wasn't like you realized you almost fucked up. It, was, <laughs> yeah, fucked up. it wasn't I like, oh, I guess up. I'm gonna go ahead and get through this. I was like, no, this is delicious, and I wish yeah. I had a second one. Yeah, and I and I can honestly say, like all of them that I've had. Um, man, yeah, there, there. It's a lot of the stuff I wouldn't normally eat. I have to say, my last one sounded weird. Yeah. It was chili, it was chili verde, pull, like pulled pork, sweet potatoes, and then it had like kidney yeah. beans and black beans in yeah. it or something. I was like, that's a fucking kind of strange combo. Like, just the kidney beans is what threw me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can see pulled pork and black beans, and there's yeah, some, yeah, there was some kind of yeah, avocado yeah. sauce that comes with it. Yeah. Um, and then I put triple X, and I put uh, Josh Burton's fucking uh, black salt. Yeah, that's what we're calling. That's it been being used. Yeah, black and, salt. Yeah, so I used that, yeah. and it was fucking good, dude. I was like, God that shit's damn it. gonna get canceled quick. What the black salt? Yeah, black salt. Why? That's what we did. It's Elikateko black infused with salt. I yeah. get it. I know that. Yeah, I yeah. think is there pepper in there too, or is yeah. it just because no, it's, it's, it's the black salt? It's just the black. Yeah. That worked out good. He's onto something. It's there. really good. Yeah, but anyway, so modern grub. Um, it's like it's straight up just deliciousness. Like the, the yeah, it's if, if cheaper. In, it's cheaper than a restaurant. It's better than heating up your house. It is fucking cheap. It's, it's cheaper than fast fucking food. It is, is the trick, and it's yeah. fucking healthy. Like if you're trying to get fit, if you're trying to eat good, yep. if you're trying to be, uh, you know, portioned correctly, if you have trouble doing that, uh, if you're out of town and you want to feed somebody, yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Like to, it, it's a, uh, I mean, it's in Bakersfield, obviously, and they don't ship out of state, so unfortunately, you might not be able to try it, but you could definitely buy it. Um, so there's lots of people in Bakersfield. Like you hit somebody up. I know people commented on the last post I did and said, Hey, I'm in Bakersfield. I could eat that food. You know, like mm-hmm. give me your address. Other sculpt members. Yeah. Like they don't murder me. But I mean, if you don't want to buy it for a sculpt member, you can fucking buy us breakfast. You know what I mean? We're just eating dinner every yeah. night. You can throw some at us, but even better, you could throw it to the Ronald McDonald house. It's uh, there's a link on their website and must've been easy to do. They've got little tchotchkes and some other merch stuff. I guess some people were buying like, uh, some kind of food bags or something. Yeah. Um, so just make sure you use code Sofa King if you're over there. But yeah, if you want to do something charitable and you're somewhere else, you know what I mean? You can just get on the mm-hmm. website. Um, I might be wrong, but I think the, I think the Ronald McDonald house is for poor families that yes. have to go to a hospital for an extended stay. And I think also maybe for battered free women. stays. Yeah. yeah. So I know the hospital like thing's good, right because uh, uh, we stayed at an association of that when my son had uh, he had surgery. And it's like you have to go out of town for an expert yeah. and you yeah. need to stay for a uh, while. Yeah, I was like in uh, St. Louis there, yeah. and so I stayed at Ronald McDonald House. So it's a cool cause. Fuck it's yeah, like a, it, was. it's it a helped really a lot because cool I couldn't have afforded to do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's dedicated to supporting families with their with sick children in their time of need. Okay. Well, then the, I can't remember. There's another one that's for battered women. Yeah. Mary Kay Shell. 
Mm, that's mental health, I think. Yeah, I think that's suicide. Uh, yeah. No, there's a, anyway, but Ronald McDonald has a good thing, and there's a link on their website. So anyway, if yeah. So local, no excuse not to, not to help. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it's a good cause anyway. You're yeah. like you're helping us indirectly. You're feeding someone, um, yeah. and you're helping our sponsor at the same time. Like it's yeah. it's win win. It's, it's the trifecta. Win-win. And if you are there. local, uh, get your Estomaz, like go down there and buy some because it's fucking good. Yeah. It's just eatmoderngrub.com. <clears throat> and if you can't even do that, that's fine. I understand. It's fucking, there's inflation. People are fucking, you know, struggling right now. Go like and comment and say, yeah, so for sure. sent you. you know what I mean? Go follow, like, for comment, sure. engage in some way over there. Just let them know that, uh, that we're doing our job because we're getting dinner. And we'd yeah. like to keep getting dinner. Yes. So that'd be cool. Although it's I'm it's our, our way of supporting a local. And whatever you do. Yeah, it's our way of supporting put a, a, on it. a yes. local company. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we, we support, you know, people from not from here. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to support, you a know, local. a local business owner, mm-hmm. local yeah. business. So yeah, if you're in, if you're in Bakersfield and you go check out their Instagram, it's over. You're going to buy some food, honestly. It's so that, good. Yeah, that Korean beef fucking quinoa noodle thing. Oh, that's that's good. fucking that shit. Good, yeah. That's the one. That. The turkey chili is good. Like, turkey chili is good, too. That, 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 I think that's a staple on their menu. Like, it's a regular like, turkey staple. Turkey chili. Yeah, the turkey chili. There. Yeah, and the, the yeah. Korean barbecue yeah. is as well. Yep. But, and also, thank you to our patrons. Uh, you make the, the you make our jeans grow. Mm-hmm. You make uh, the trains arrive on time. You pay for Stamps.com CEO's private plane. Um, what would the trains do without our patrons? Really, Just think about they'd be late. Integral, yeah, mm, integral. Yeah, but integral. we appreciate it. Uh, means a lot mm. to us. Um, it's often what drags us into the basement, even when we're exo- ex- exhausted or sick or fed up with the mm. world or, or exogenous. And we talked about the patrons and the yeah. community on our on our uh, bonus episode. bonus episode. Yeah. What 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 it means to us and kind of yep. you know about the podcast. So. Yeah. <clears throat> So thank you. You can go to patreon.com backslash self King podcast just for a lousy, measly dollar a day. Yeah. That's less than the price of a uh, dollar and one cent. You can't even get a Choco Taco. For no, that. you can't get a Choco Taco for a dollar, not a day, a month for a mm-hmm. dollar a month. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's less than if you went to the store and bought something that cost a dollar 50 a month. Yes. That's 50% less yeah. as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not a math professor, but I'm pretty sure that's the math. You're not but a for, math magician? I'm not a math magician, but for just a dollar, you get all of our bonus episodes, the love of your father, and you're no longer a fuckface peasant. So go to Sophie King. Or, I mean, those uh, are some priceless items. Those are priceless. Three yeah. priceless items. Yeah. For a fucking dollar. Yeah. Someone wants to know what the delivery fee for Modern Grove is to Oregon. $1,000. I'll do it. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not a salesman. Next scene. Next scene. <laughs> I got a Prius. Uh, you're going to drive there. Oh, you well, you will get to meet uh, uh, the famous <clears throat> Brent Magical Van Tassel. Yeah. yeah. And I will go to Astoria and go see the Goonies house. I need an excuse. Someone on the, on the. It'll give me the spending yeah. money to do it. Yeah. Someone in the group. Jay, well, all three go. BBT. I saw that. And I really like it. Yeah. Wow. It's like oh, wrestlers. It's my wrestling name, BBT. Yeah, it's fucking pretty good. I liked it a lot. They were. Talking about your website, and they just referred to you as BBT. Like, <laughs> so there's a conspiracy. I was like, does it not say PetSmart on there? It didn't say it. Probably not. We need to update them, actually. We oh, do. For sure. Mine's yeah. like out of They're date. Way out of date. I was thinking about it. I was looking at yours, or like when they were talking about yeah. it, I was like, that's true. I was like, damn, mine, because yeah. like life has passed. So oh, many yeah, years sure. have passed, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it's crazy. You've been to jail, you got released. Yeah. All kinds of stuff yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. All kinds of shit. Yeah. Um, I, own, I own people and we now. told stories yeah. about uh, getting arrested on the last uh, bonus episode we did. as well stories there were a lot shit of stories i didn't know about brad yeah there was a lot of shit in the last episode that we said i, that I don't tell, know that we've ever just, said before on the show i just had a recipe that's true you just gave us your potato salad recipe. yeah yeah 
But uh, anyway, and go to podbelly.com to find all of your favorite uh, potato salad recipes. Um, That's the best website for you to go to. So our topic today, I don't know where it came from. It's a particular animal called a chinchilla. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, which is kind of like we a bud- it's like a budgie. You can buy them a pet, at somewhat Petsmart. like a budgie. I don't think you can have chinchillas here. They don't have chinchillas. Mm-mm. They got guinea pigs. What's cuter? They got chinchillas? Is a chinchilla no, cuter than a budgie? They do have them. A what? A budgie? Uh, isn't a budgie a bird? Mm. Budgie's a bird. I thought, a budgie getting, was like I thought a, it was just the same. Like, don't be getting budgie with me. No, budgie's a bird. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Spell budgie. B u d g y budgie. I don't know. Budgie smuggler. I gotta click that. What does that mean? Budgie uh, smuggler. Actually, men's. Budgie. Ted Budgie. I don't know. I never heard of God. that before. <laughs> a budgie smuggler is a tight, a style of tight-fitting men's swim swim costume. Smuggler. Oh my God! Someone called it a swim costume. I'll be good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what All they're called. All this time, I thought a budgie was a was it's a, a, like a rat rodent. No. It's a bird, right? Yeah, it's close the, enough. Uh, like the a finch. Bu- the budgerigar uh, parakeet. That's a parakeet. Oh, yeah. That's not, like, that's not anything like I was picturing. Oh, it's the genus Melopistacus. Yeah. I should have known that. Yeah. yeah. The budget, the, the budget for That sounds like a fucking Harry Potter fucking. <laughs> yeah. I just cast a spell. Yeah. I cast a spell. <laughs> to summon a budgie. Yeah. <clears throat> Regina Mariacacus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Gina Mariacacus. Yeah. Such a good <laughs> spell. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, dick sucking spell. Where'd the uh, topic come from? Uh, this was Nicole Smith Bosch mm. uh, recommended this. Yeah, yeah. And then I and she's into a it. ferner. A ferner? Yeah. What's a ferner? A ferner. Yeah, ferner. No, no, no. What's that? She's not from here. She's, she's not from here. She's a ferner. Ferner. She, a ferner. Yeah, ferner. Okay, Brad's rolling with it. But where'd you get I that? Ain't rolling with it. It's a ferner. It's a ferner. I never. Heard she ain't that. from here. She ain't from here. No, I never she's heard ferner. Yeah, you never heard Ferner. Mm-mm. You probably said uh, it before. Yeah. No. When you definitely get one of your said Dale it Earnhardt and say, yeah. hey, man. Yeah. All these Ferners over here. Coming over here. Coming oh, over across our borders. Foreigner. Yes. That's what uh, we're saying. Yeah, Ferner. Uh, oh, Dags. <laughs> oh, I like Dags. No, I, I like Caravan's more. That's a different accent. I know, but that's what was happening there. Ferner. Yeah, you know Dags. Foreigner. Yeah. I'm surprised that she knew about an obscure kidnapping in California. I'll be honest. Someone South messaged Africa. me about a plant, and when you're saying Ferner, I was just like plants, fern, mm. fern, fern. Yeah, that's fern, true. Fern, I can see fern. how that's going on. He yeah, does have a plant that's brain. I have plant brain right now. Yeah, that's true. So like yeah, a thing, yeah. ferner. Yeah, it turned to Trent real quick. Yeah. yeah. Can I smoke a ferner? I don't know. He's permanently in plants versus zombies mode. Yeah. I don't like zombies. <clears throat> you don't like zombies? Mm-mm. You are the zombie. I'm going to watch that movie you showed me, though. That that trailer looks good. Yeah. yeah it, it does look great. good. I'm going to watch it. Hopefully, they didn't show all the funny parts. What's it called? Uh, Day Shift, Jamie Foxx. Dave Franco, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It looks good. That looks pretty good. It does good. look good. Like I said, it's I hope they don't though. show. There's heads coming off. Oh, it's nasty shit. Gory. It's yeah, it's gory. Be, it's gonna yeah. be cheesy over. Yeah, the if, top you haven't, if you haven't seen the the Netflix, um, if you haven't seen the Netflix preview for Day Shift, check it out. It's, it looks pretty good. It looks and pretty if you're funny. listening to this yeah. in the future, then you can just. It's basically Django it. but vampire hunting. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Chowchilla yeah. bus kidnapping. Um, they stole a lot of buses. The crazy, it's a crazy fucking story. Like it was a really cool story, very strange story. So in 1976, in the town of Chowchilla, and I don't even know where Chowchilla is up it's, north. Yeah, by Livermore. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. So it's up in Silicon Valley. They always have some stupid ass names up there. Yeah. Um, twenty six kids and a bus driver, um, 
got abducted uh, by three people on July 15th, 1976. Um, the kids were between the ages of five and 14 and they were doing, it was a summer school, like day trip to a, to a, a swimming pool, pool, to a swimming yeah. pool. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like Sandlot, how they go to the pool. They just got done with the pool. Actually. Yeah, they got they done with the pool. That, yeah. They were heading back. Um, and, uh, I listened to a six part fucking podcast on this motherfucker. Oh, like, damn. Cause I had some driving to do today mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? There's like six parts are all like 30 minutes. I can fucking just pull this off. I'm sure. driving anyway. So yeah. I listened to it. So I got to hear all kinds of cool shit. Like that's not like on the well, fucking the main, Wikipedia. Yeah. I also watched, um, like a 47 minute documentary that was on uh prime. Hey, no, it's real then if it wasn't on there. What do you mean? If it wasn't on the, the internet. Oh, cause the people involved were actually saying it. Who? Like the actual children, the survivors, you can't people, like, trust growing them. up. It's kind of crazy, man. Like you know, uh, you know what's very uh, interesting to me was I've heard that like generally I, I I've seen it observed in girls that have had like uh, molestation experiences when they were very young that their voice I don't know if you've ever heard this like their voice stops like at that fucking it doesn't progress Weird. so they'll have like a very childlike like little girl's voice even as a grown woman. Um, and because of the traumatic experience happened, um, at this age and you're like, man, that girl sounds like she's like nine or something. It's weird. Like they're the pitch of their voice, but this, so that's how you tell if they were sexually abused. This guy has the weirdest fucking voice. Like I'm like that because of the, he was 14. It's Mike. The, it's the, the guy, the Mike, hero dude. yeah, the hero yeah. guy, but man, that poor guy was a mess dude. And then the well, other here's one, the, so I mean, in summary, and we'll go into all the details, like to speak to the trauma it's like, so you're a kid between five and 14. They throw you in a windowless bus packed with, you know, 12 other kids. Degrees. 100 no degrees. 100 degrees. No, no air. It's just wood paneling in the back of the bus. And you're driving around for fucking 11 mm-hmm. hours at, at gunpoint. And mm-hmm. then at the middle of the night, they stop. Some of them, they, like, it's still in their bathing suits. Like yes. Little girls in a pink bikini yeah. that's like fucking seven years Wrapped old. Wrapped up in a towel. Yeah. And they make you jump into or... Or, or no, they already jumped out of the bus to the van. They drive, they drive around for 11 hours, you know, not so that you have no idea where you are. Um, they didn't really drive that far. All things, you know, it's not like they drove 11 they, hours. They drove a hundred miles. Yeah. yeah. And then they stop, they force you at gunpoint into a fucking buried moving truck, yeah. seal the doors and then bury it deeper. 12 feet underground for in moving 26 truck. hours. Yeah. You're going to be a fucking wreck, dude. I know that's going to fuck you up. I know we're, we were talking about before the show started, like, would I be like, would I be traumatized by that? Like, like me and Brad were talking about like some people I feel like just move on from shit and don't let that shit happen. Like some wild shit happened with my dad with like, and drugs and, and some crazy, some weird abuse and like getting locked in the garage yeah. and played fucking like religious tapes of off micro cassettes. Yeah. Like I had weird shit happen to me, but I was like 15 and I'm like, whatever, that's not affecting the rest yeah. of my fucking life. Right. Like it happened. But man, Five years old, six years old, six like, years old, yeah. seven years old. Like you think you're going to fucking die. Like you, mm-hmm. they thought they were going to die. They, and even the bus driver told them, and that's why there's some controversy over who's the hero. Cause there's like a fucking day for him and shit for Ed Ray day on February right. 26th. Like, um, he actually gave up and said, sometimes you got to know when to kick the bucket. And that Mike kid was like, Nope, <laughs> which we'll get to. And was like, oh, wow. if I'm going to fucking die, if I'm going to kick the bucket, die trying. I'm going to kick the bucket, get the fuck out of this yeah. thing, which seemed futile. Oh yeah. Like they don't even really know. Like they just know they went down a hole. They don't, they're 12. I mean, you could kind of guess based on the ladder you climbed down, Yeah. you know, but just in pitch black fucking, Oh, that's, that's horrifying. Yeah. As a grown ass man, I wouldn't even want to crawl down there to see what they experienced. No, to be honest, no. I'd be afraid the fucking dirt's going to cave in on my fucking head. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, I think at those early stages of, of being developed, 
you know, just not having your dad around or something can do some shit. Something traumatic like that where you had a mm-hmm. shotgun aimed at you, yeah. you're abducted in a school bus. Yeah, and just even, not having a dad around, you can't even catch a ball. Yeah, like, even that's how much it affects you. Even when like the person you thought could protect you, like, oh, fucking Ed's here, like nothing's bad's gonna happen. There's an adult. And like, no, those guys yeah. have guns. Like yeah. I'm not even safe with an adult around. Right. People could show up with guns and take me. One of them was wearing a sombrero, which I think is notable, and I didn't see that written anywhere else. Because they had to do police sketches, and I was like, I want to find this police sketch. He had a sombrero and a pistol. His name was Cornholio. Yeah, Yeah, it was a pistole. I was like, what the fuck? So let's get into the deets. At 4 p.m. on Thursday, July 15th, 1976, um, uh, so uh, Ed Ray um, is driving 26 students from Dairyland Elementary School, home from a summer class trip to the Chowchilla Fairgrounds swimming pool. And I think originally it was more than 26 students because I had read. They let a couple off. Yeah, they had already yeah. stopped. They'd made a couple of stops to drop some kids off. So those were the fucking lucky ones. Yeah. And Jesus that kid Mike ends up, ends up helping. The end. He, he almost missed the fucking bus. Like that wasn't the bus he was supposed to be on. And if he hadn't been on that bus, I think things would have been very different. Oh, for sure. He was like, he had a girlfriend that he was like, said he was, uh, he found out she liked him too. So they're like making out in a, like out the school field or something. And she's like, your bus is going, your bus is going. He's like, I'm good. Like, fuck this bus. He's yeah. like, he's 14. Yeah. And some chicks, yeah, some chicks yeah. I'm about to get in a different swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's like, no, get on the bus. You're going to be late. So he ran and asked Ed, Hey, can oh, you drop me off at my dude. house? He's like, yeah, get on the bus. Cause it's such a small town. I think the population at the time was 4,500 or something. Yeah, so you knew. So he was like, yeah. Oh yeah, get on the bus. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you home. I know where you live. Yeah. Um, so a van pulls up in the road and blocks off the bus and, uh, uh, the bus driver gets off and is confronted by three men with nylon stockings over their faces. Uh, pure seventies move. <laughs> yeah, pure seventies. Sure. Yeah. Um, and they bell bottoms and nylon stockings. Pull out a big gun collar shirt, and uh, they tell him to. Uh, I think one of them got in the bus with him, and um, then the other no, two, got two back people in- got in the bus with him. One of them drove and moved Ed to the back. The other one sat in the front seat, okay. aimed the shotgun down the row, and he said, um. Uh, clear the first four rows. You had to be at least four rows back. Got it. Because I know one of the kids was in the fifth seat, so he was like sitting there closest to the guy with a shotgun aimed down the row. Right. So they... Um, Another one followed in the van. The third guy followed in the van. They drive to the Chowchilla River where a second van was parked, um, and they... F- and they buried- jumped they jumped that fucking bus <clears throat> into a sluice, I think it was called or something. They fucking... They said he like... There was a turn... And he went, because the kids remember, he went it. up. No, he yeah. did on purpose because oh, they purpose. knew where they were going to hide the bus. Oh. But man, how'd they know they weren't going to like high center this fucking bus? They like jumped over this thing into this fucking pit. They did. It's called a it or something. It was full yeah. of bamboo. Yeah. And it like obscured the bus and fucking hit it. And then there was like a sandy bottom. So they had to drive the vans down in there and back up to the bus because they didn't want footprints, which I was yeah. like, that's kind of fucking weird. You see van tracks yeah. next to the thing. Obviously, they got in another vehicle yeah. left. Um, but yeah, they said they had a lot of trouble getting out of the fucking thing. I'm right sure off the kicker, did. like they were like skidding out in sandy fucking bombs. Yeah. Finally got out of the Dumb fucking asses. thing. Yeah. But yeah, they made everyone jump out of the bus so that they didn't leave into the van. Yeah, um, it's because they don't. They didn't have the fucking internet yet. Like every like everything about this plan was like spoke to me of the beginning of the information age. 
It's like, oh, we got a ransom note. We're going to do yeah. this. We're going to do that. And it's like everything that they did was like some shit that you would have seen in a fucking Dirty Harry movie. There is a Dirty Harry that movie. Doesn't why, really, yeah. That doesn't really work. And you don't understand forensics. Yeah. You've never watched a podcast about how fucking murders are There's literally are solved, a speculation you know. that it was that was the idea <clears throat> sprung from a uh, Dirty Harry movie. Yeah, yeah there's a yeah. Clint Eastwood movie or something. There's like a lot of things like, oh, we'll make sure that they don't leave footprints. It's like, well, you've left tire marks. Yeah, what is it, yeah. Scooby-Doo? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, but they do that. They, um, but it does all, I mean, all of it speaks of a very well formulated plan. Like they put a they, lot of they time planned and it effort. For 18 months. Yeah. They planned yeah. it for quite a And the kids, while. like they just said, it's just not something that happens. It's such a small town. And like at that time, shit like that just hadn't happened yeah. historically really even. And they said like when he first got on, one of the kids was like, I didn't do it. Like, ha ha ha. They thought like the bus driver must be playing a prank. These are his buddies getting on the, right. on the car, the shotgun, because they were so like back country there. Like th- those kids all had their hunting. The guns weren't. They, yeah, yeah. They, they weren't all really had their hunting, the gun, their yeah. hunting safety test permits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were all familiar with it. And they like, right. they were like, oh, it's just, it wasn't a big deal really. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, now if you see it, he's you know, driving. A, cop, a cop with a gun in a restaurant, everybody's like, oh my gosh. Bullets. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, they did, they took it lightly at first, but there was literally a moment that one kid described because they go through an, an interview, a lot of them as adults. And he said that, um, as he saw the gap between the van to the bus, he could see the, the, like the light shining through the, he has a clear memory of that gap between the last step of the bus going into the van. And he told himself, like, if I, like he knew when he stepped past it, he's like, I'm, I might not, I'm not going to come back from this. Like, this is like, I'm leaving this bus. Like, that was the safety. Like, I'm they going knew, to weird Everybody van. knew I was on the bus. Right. Yeah. Nobody knows I'm in the van. somewhere else. Yeah. And the one girl said specifically that she worried because she got separated from her brother. And then she was like, oh, now I'm not with my brother. I'm in a yeah. fucking van in pitch black, dark, sweating. Like, this is yeah. real. Like, this is something bad. Like, they realized the, the fucking magnitude of what was fucking happening at that what point. What was the name of the podcast? Um, it is, I have it right here. It's a six part series and it's called, um, nightmare in Chowchilla, the school bus kidnapping. Was it boring? Um, I have a Spotify link. I can send it to you and you can play the notes. Was it boring? Should we do a review? What's that? Should we do a review? Was it boring? No, it was good. There was some silly stuff that was a little redundant. There was a couple things here and there and I'll be honest, not, not to be a dick or make light of like the victims or, or survivors. Um, Man, the one guy's voice sounds so much like Napoleon Dynamite. It was fucking hard to not be like, like eat <laughs> oh, all the freaking the cheese, Kip. Yeah, like, he sounds so much, and he's uh, now he's like a preacher, um, and a handyman or something. But like, man, he sounds like if Napoleon Dynamite had sex with Double Rainbow all the way, and fucking wow. spawned a child because he was like, <laughs> he said, and then I realized that a leopard can change its spots, and I was like. Or he sounds a little bit like, um, okay, Hal from Shallow Hal, the fucking guy with psoriasis on fucking the movie Shallow Hal. You don't know what I'm talking the about? The guy with psoriasis. <laughs> you know, That's remember he has like the flaky yeah. skin. He's like, yeah. okay, Hal, it's okay. Like he talks like that. It's real breathy. But it's like a, a little bit of a mix between the pulling dynamite, the fucking double rainbow all the, the way. Psoriasis man. And psoriasis man from Shallow Hal. Like wow. that is the that's perfect a shitty, fucking mix. That's, bro. A, that's a bad voice. His voice. Dude. And then he's like very religious. And so like, he just be like very religious, and then I let he's like, "How you almost make a Mexican on that?" When you, you said very, very religious, religious. I almost yeah. kicked right in. You did, um, but he would be like talking about letting the light in and the Lord and like all these things, but like yeah. in that voice. So it was like, man, it's so like it sounds like satire. Like it's, it's like I'm trying not to laugh. This is terrible, traumatic, horrific experience this guy right. went through. Right, but yeah, if it's funny, and it's then funny. I'll be at the end, I'll yeah. be honest. At the end, I was almost in fucking tears at one moment. I was like, oh my god, oh fucking damn, yeah. this shit yeah. got me. So it was a wild ride of almost. On an inappropriate comedy 
on, you know, not on purpose to like, damn, I'm a little bit emotional at the, at the end of this shit. It got me. Mm-hmm. So they drive him to uh, early morning on July 16th. They uh, take him to a buried moving truck, and it's a fucking big truck. Um, and they have him climb down a ladder into this buried truck, and uh, there's water, like water jugs, uh, boxes of cereal, peanut butter, and bread. And there were so they're trying to of, keep them alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah, were stacks of mattresses. They're not, they're not for trying bed. to kill them. They had like, dug uh, yeah. ventilation so that they wouldn't suffocate. But and it wasn't had, great. But like there was ventilation fans, and the batteries ran out because it was in the middle of a fucking yeah. rock quarry. Like yeah. so, like very soon. Like it didn't even last the duration of how long they needed it to. Like yeah. it got stuffy and hot. She said at first, this one girl was like, at first it really wasn't that bad. We finally had bathrooms. They're in a van for eleven hours. Needed to piss. You know they I mean? turn the wheel. They turn the wheel wells into bath. Yeah, there was like holes kind of seats were in the van. They had like piss in the floor, and it, like, so there had to be a you know? light in there at some point because they wouldn't um, have known that there was food and water. And it's probably no, no. They threw them a flashlight. They threw them a flashlight okay. and batteries down. There was no actual light. There was a flashlight okay, and batteries. They had to have some kind of light, or they wouldn't have been able to figure anything out. Yeah, but there yeah. was. Uh, yeah, there was some food down there, and bathrooms cut into the wheel wells. You would start to develop night vision. True. You know, yeah. um, start to talk like a bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kiki. Yeah. They all got out. Yeah. That is, we do speak yeah. uh, bat, by yes. the way. Yeah, that would have been offensive. We could have got yeah. canceled for no. what you just said. Yeah. If they knew. But but no most people don't yeah. speak that, yeah. It's not far from yeah. gloop and gleep, by the way. Mm-hmm. No. Right. It's pretty close. Don't you ever say that again. I'm sorry. True. Yeah, that's too soon, bro, really. You're right. I'm yeah. sorry. Not any better, this really. I'm mean, doubling yeah. down. I don't give a fuck. Cancel my ass. Fine. Like Brad's pretty like laid back about a lot of shit, but like you might have fucking touched the show off right I mean now. it. <laughs> He's gonna touch I mean your brain. It. Yeah. I hope we yeah. don't lose a sponsor over that, but soopity doopity. Yeah. So uh everyone's inside and then they bury the van some more. Um because they needed to completely make it invisible yeah. in case anybody from the quarry walked by. <laughs> um and uh, the How extra terrifying. that's being buried alive. Like they got mm. under the thing and heard dirt. Like, and ventilation. Oh, and oh, it oh. started to make the roof. It started to crunch and shit. And they had it like like some like industrial strength chicken wire and some beams like supporting the roof Knowing already. That, yeah. Um, but the, the extra weight that they were putting yeah. on it was still taxing. But the like roof there was one of the kids it. was kicking a cinder block that was hooked to a fucking that was under a four by four like roughly and it started to like it popped it out and in, the yeah. roof almost collapsed. Ooh on. shit! Yeah. yeah, so like it wasn't real well made. They yeah. could have done better. Well, they if the kid would have left shit alone. Should have used a C train or yeah. something, but apparently they had their hands on a moving truck. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had Buster Rhymes playing too. The Give Me Some Mo song mm-hmm. while they were putting dirt on it. I was like, damn, that's impressive. So the mattresses were a good a stroke of luck for them because mm-hmm. they ended up stacking the mattresses up knowing that there was um ventilation because they had the yeah well it's saw the ventilation holes but there was also a hole there was cut. like a manhole cover at the top and then it had like 100 pound like a uh, diesel truck batteries stacked on top of the manhole cover and then on top of that was a box that they put over it yeah so that the dirt wouldn't fall through that part so they could that's how they could get back and like clear it and put the ladder back mm-hmm. out or something um, but yeah, so it was a manhole cover with batteries on top of it. But I think just a manhole cover was like a hundred pounds. And there was a couple hundred pounds of batteries on it, which 
speaks to how impressive it is that a fucking 14 year old kid and Ed helped him too. That they like shouldered into it on top of a mattress and got a gap enough that the kid Some Mike, the 14 year old yeah. kid, could get his arm around with one arm standing on top of fucking shaky ass mattresses, like up against fucking Ed, the bus driver, yeah. trying to push his shoulder up just enough. So like if he had let his shoulder down, it would have like pinched his fucking arm off. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like a fucking manhole cover yeah. with 100 pound right. batteries on it. Right. And so he was able to pull the fucking batteries like off and like down through the hole somehow like tip them over to the side yeah. and it fell Suck through and like in, yeah. bounced off the fucking mattress and crashed into the fucking into the moving truck hmm. yeah i wondered how that happened and then and the, but it so in the meantime because so it they're, wasn't they're, soil against batteries there was a box over the batteries okay, and manhole that there was a sense. small air gap that there makes sense. but there's still like 12 feet of dirt on yeah. well i don't know if it's 12 feet from the no, bottom i don't think it's 12 it, feet from the bottom but it, it might have been six feet because they yeah. dug for hours so meanwhile they're in the bus and uh, in the town, everybody's fucking losing their shit. So I the mean, bus is gone. The Ray was apparently like the most reliable bus driver in the service. Yeah. And once it was like 15 minutes late, everybody was like significantly worried like, because he would never be 15 minutes yeah, late. Something happened. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're, you're also going to get worried because as soon as you get worried and in a small town, because I mean, where I grew up, like on St. Mary's Lake, it was a pretty small town. Like you'd probably know. Oh, they would have dropped Jimmy off yeah, at the Jimmy first never stop. Got dropped off. But yeah. no, then you call and it's like, no, Jimmy did get dropped off. Right. And it's like, well, that's only four minutes from the house. Like, Jimmy got dropped off. Where the fuck yeah. is, where are my kids? Like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? You <laughs> it's know? funny. One of the interviews with, like, just someone from the town, she was like, there was at one point in time, there was speculation that it might have been space cadets that got him. I was like, space, <laughs> space cadets. And then she's like, Yo, it was well, just kids. You're not going to send yeah, like, She was like, or, or whatever cadets. you call them, yeah. aliens or something. She reminded me so much of the lady from Donnie Darko yeah. that's like, that sometimes I doubt be, your commitment to sparkle motion. Yeah, that'd be crazy if it was a space quartet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Got them. Yeah. <laughs> East Coast Child Chill is back again. <laughs> Do it a little kidnap <laughs> thing. Kidnap <Yeah. laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah. If you get off of this bus, <laughs> yeah. we're going to bury you. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> I thought you were going to finish it. I had like, nothing on that. You guys, looked, we you guys, fucking, you guys dude, both looked at me uh, with your fucking eyes popping out of your head. Like <laughs> We climaxed about 10 seconds ago on how well that went. <laughs> tonality. In like, mm. <laughs> I, I felt like I had a high five. Like, no, just, and nobody you nobody <laughs> high fived me. I thought I was you were like, setting up some dope ass rhyme. That, yeah. I was like, yeah. wait, I thought you guys were going to go with me on that one. I thought we were, thought we were all together. I thought we were in the net. I thought we were all on the bus. Like, the tone was, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You got kidnapped by space cadets, bro. <laughs> so in the town, um, the police get called and the local uh, TV stations start to run with it. And uh, parents start to immediately start to look for their kids. So everybody's driving around. Um, they're calling the police. They're doing everything. At about 6.30 that night, they put a plane into the air uh, to search for the bus. Um and it was located at 8.30 by a sergeant uh, just patrolling with his car. Um, they found the bus, and there were no other clues 
Um, so apparently they're they kind of lucked out. There were so many lucky things that happened in this, like to leave with that. Like lucky that Mike got on the bus. Lucky that the current sheriff had just been one of a hundred law enforcement people in the nation selected to be part of uh, some FBI extra training program or something. Mm, so every that's, that's a that's a flag right there. Every it was the every <laughs> like one hundred uh one hundred uh this was his training. This is yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. they're running a drill. Yeah, he's running a drill. He's <laughs> on the FBI's calendar. But so he had like an FBI. Every every mm. law enforcement was partnered up with an FBI agent or something, and they had gone to Quantico for some this training thing. They had just gotten back or that's, something. That's so he had an weird. FBI contact. Like, hey, like Johnny, like I need fucking help. And they fucking sent over like some team that set up like a hundred phones or something crazy. So yeah, so get, a the, call center. The response yeah. is immediate and crazy. So it, it's on the news. It's blowing up everywhere. That night, uh, the president Gerald Ford and the governor Jerry Brown, which it always freaks me out that Jerry Brown was the governor in the seventies because he was also the governor in the two thousands. He's a um, vampire. Oh, yeah. the same. It was the same Jerry Brown. Yeah, yeah. What ran, the fuck? Yeah, he ran a second time. Yeah, he was governor uh. twice. Um, his, his last name is either fucking Reeves or Cruz. Yeah. Comes from a long line I guess there's no, they can keep running. Huh? Yeah. You can run yeah, again. There's no, yeah. Um, Fuck so the, both the president and the government said, whatever you need, you got like, just make it happen. Hmm. So, um, the FBI like just swarmed Chowchilla. Um, and for whatever reason, I, th- I'm thinking we're in <laughs> Vermont. That's what that threw me off the Jerry Brown thing, but we're in California. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know why that's weird. So the media gets crazy as well. The media converges on Chowchilla. Um, the, the, uh, and because the media is there, so it's getting national media coverage. So the police department's phones are just blowing up with reporters calling, with people who have tips and false tips and fucking around. Probably mostly false and, tips. Yeah, like mostly probably, false tips. Yeah. But so at this point, the kidnappers planned to call in, read their list of demands and their ransom, you know, their yeah. note. They had written out a speech of what they were going to read to the cops, but they couldn't get through to the cops <laughs> because the phone lines were so inundated. Um, so they from decided to calling. take a nap because they were yeah. tired. So they fucking went to sleep on the seventh day. They rest. Yes. Yeah. It's busy work. Yeah. yeah. But that's what's crazy is like Hard to kidnap people. These kids are kicking out center blocks from those fucking things. The that's fucking batteries had died on the fan. Yeah, hold on, you got to give it to that kid. Fuck you got yeah, a, you you a fucking center block under a fucking four by four that's holding up a roof that's fucking getting crushed by dirt. Yeah, and this little motherfucker like, kicks it out. It was like pink cookies in a plastic bag getting uh, crushed by buildings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean it might have some grit under. it. If there's dust under a center uh, block, that shit'll slide around. Impressive like, for like air a fucking hockey. little yeah. kid though. Yeah. I got grown men that can't fucking. And they never do shit said like what kid it was. They just kept saying one yeah, of the one kids of the was kids. kicking. Yeah. yeah, it was the bus driver. Yeah, one of those kids died in a farming accident like five years later. Oh, that sucks. He was yeah. meant to die. Apparently, he was final destination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got him. So apparently, at one point, there were four hundred reporters for every ten people who lived in the town. I saw that. Why isn't that just forty to one? Why do they make a weird number yeah, that like that? that? That could be reduced. That's a yeah, reducible that is, fraction. That is a reducible <laughs> fraction. Forty to one is yeah, less impressive. Not, it sounds, it it sounds, sound, yeah, yeah, it's not as impressive. Yeah. You say four hundred. Yeah, there was four thousand reporters for every one hundred yeah. people. Well, maybe because it was there was a maximum of four hundred reporters, like. That's it. That's how many reporters showed up. It's so like, oh, for every for all these reporters that are here, yeah. there's ten people. That's it's, why, because that is how many reporters were there. Probably four hundred. Uh, Salvation Army brought in a food truck. Oh, it is. From San the Francisco. population was forty five hundred. Yeah, four thousand. Yeah. So that's what happened. That's why they yeah. did that stat. I take it back. It seemed weird, but it makes yeah. sense now. They broke it down. Pac Bell brought in sixty press phones and operators. 
and parents were doing like all night vigils, like because nobody has a fucking. So they found the bus. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Who took twenty six kids on a bus drive? They thought yeah. they the literally thought happening? that law enforcement, FBI were lying to them that something mm. horrific happened, and like some guy and was they just like, weren't snuck down to the bus and was like, "Yeah, no, I don't know." They're fucking like notebooks are there, their shorts are there, like there's, there's no like, blood anywhere, there's, like, shoes. There's no, there's, yeah. yeah, no sign right. of foul play. It's just an empty bus, and that's when she was like, "They thought it was space cadets." <laughs> space cadets. <laughs> that's um, hilarious. So. Eventually, yeah, the 14-year-old Michael Marshall and Ray wedged the lid open with a piece of wood and moved the batteries, um, and then they dig their way out. So I don't know. Hours. Were they just letting the yeah. Yeah, taking the, the dirt, dirt in. Come, yeah, in. Have to yeah. come in? Yeah, yeah. they would have to. It was, it was so dusty that go. the kids had to take some of the their water supply and put it over their T-shirts and wrap it around their mouth so they could breathe. To breathe. Wow. Because think about that. Like yeah. If I sweep Fuck, in that yeah, fucking dude. room, yeah, you're you're you got to abandon shit. If it's powder yeah. dirt. Yeah, yeah you got to abandon shit. It's going to be rough in there. No um, ventilation. And it was hours. Yeah. It was 16 hours. Yeah. So it was 11 hours in those vans and then 16 hours in the Oof. in the bus. Because basically the top or of I that. I mean in the moving van. Like the top mm. of it was like four foot by eight foot sheets of plywood like layered over it with dirt on top. So they were just like digging towards the edge of plywood. Like we got to plywood. We got high yeah. enough to plywood. Now we're digging to try to find the edge of this fucking plywood. Yeah. So what, just with their good. fucking fingers, dude. Like. And then they had to break the plywood with their bare hands. I don't know if it was plywood or if it was particle, like not MDF, Who but knows, the, the yeah. press board or something. They ain't breaking plywood with their bare hands. That's all, that's why Especially the one guy if it's says surrounded it. Surrounded on sand by sand. Yeah. yeah, that's why the one guy is like my fucking hero. He was telling a story. He's like that guy was like fucking. He's like Mike was like Superman. He's like a fourteen year old kid, but he was like a, well, you know, like he was like, like Cowtown when, kid. When though. he, he get, like did yeah, rodeo. Yeah, he's probably like as strong as a grown man. Yeah, now. he's, he's yeah, like you know. cowboy fourteen. But years. you know, like yeah. like when you get into those situations and the people who. And he do those it. things like like it's the mom strength you yeah. know what i mean like he it's said the mom that strength, exactly you know? actually because the yeah. reporter on the podcast that was interviewing him said how did you feel like what were you thinking when you were like approaching the edge of it he was like i honestly felt like one of those stories where you hear about the mom lifting the car yeah it's just he's that, like i was full you know, of adrenaline yeah, he's like i just fucking, felt yeah. strong like i could just do it he just yeah. fucking and he had no there's choice. nothing stopping him it's yeah, all, it's that, all you have. it was that right. or die right so he did it and you will give it your all yeah you know so they they dig out and everybody climbs out, and uh, they end up heading into the. Well, the scary rock thing is they quarry. thought they might stick their head out like fucking whack a mole and just get fucking sniped. Like yeah. those dudes could yeah, just you be don't sitting know. at yeah. the top waiting sure. for them. Yeah, and they didn't because they don't know that there's a ransom <clears throat> note that there's these things going on. Yeah, they just no know idea, they got put yeah. in this fucking hole. You know? So they walk over through the rock quarry where all these workers are like, the fuck. <laughs> yeah, someone like, came running up to him and said, "A security guard from the Rock Quarry was like, I know who you are. I know who you are. I'm sure everybody yeah. knew who they were. Yeah, the you space know. cadets dropped you back off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Wow, 26 kids in fucking bathing suits covered in dirt are walking yeah. around the bathing rock costumes. Quarry. Bathing yeah. costumes. All right. I could think about was the, the, into the that scene on the beach in Goonies. It just reminded me of it, man. Oh, I finally, find him walking up the beach, man." Bring a tear to my heart. I'm kidding. But it did make me think about Goonies. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not kidding I'm that not much. Kidding. I'm totally serious. I mean, I thought about Goonies. Um, so the cops get there. To be fair, and, I'm always uh, thinking about Goonies. So. Yeah. And they, the, 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 the nearest medical facility that could treat that many people at once was the Santa Rita Rehabilitation Center, which was a jail. It was a women's so prison. It was a women's prison. Yeah. Okay. So they take all the kids to this women's prison into the medical thing. They give them all. And even like when I looked, it was funny because I saw photos of it before I knew where they were. And I was like, they gave them some bullshit ass food. 
was like, they each have like apples and a piece of bread or something. And I'm like, oh, because they're eating prison it's prison food. They said yeah. in the interview they got cheeseburgers and fries. They said they gave they us real food. They might have been pictures. Some, it might have been quick snack, then it was chow time. They're like, here, yeah. get some stuff. You guys haven't eaten in all these hours. We're going to get you some food. And they handed them yeah, some like, true, true. whatever, you know. Um, but they were, everybody was pronounced in good health. But some of those kids are like five years old and like they're in their bathing suit. So they had to put them in like adult clothes and just like tie it off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they were running around like fucking in yeah, giant women's pajamas. prison jumpsuit. Yeah. Like giant around. orange suits. Yeah. So four hours after the escape, uh, they get onto another bus. And the, Which they said it was fucking drama to get I them on the bus. Was. They don't the want to get on the bus. A couple of kids yeah, will not get on that you. fucking yeah, bus. Yeah. They were like, I ain't getting on no, no bus. Yeah. Yeah, they um, had to fight him to get him back on the bus. Like, like people who hate flying. It was kind of surreal. They were flying. talking about yeah, like, to get on hey, we just got like kidnapped and we thought we were going to fucking die. We're in this fucking shit box, literally pissing and shitting and eating Cheerios and digging out with our bare hands. And the next scene, they're in a women's prison wearing giant jumpsuits, like playing around and, <laughs> and people are giving apples. And then you're going to get put on what's and then undoubtedly a prison van. Yeah, and then try to get on a fucking on security bus yeah. and lock you back prison in. The, share, the, yeah. the correctional facilities. Like a, fucking a roller coaster of 30 hours for those fucking kids. Kids. So yeah, so four hours later they get there and then they uh, get they them back get to the school. Mom's minivan anymore? <laughs> no, fucking. But they, it was probably the as far as buses go, that was probably the best thing that could have happened to any of the kids. It's like mean? no, get on this fucking bus. Like oh, oh yeah, now it's like yeah, yeah, because now I'm back in. Oh, yeah. this bus is full of police who like me and yeah. got right. me back to mom. Now I don't yeah. <laughs> have to have nightmares about buses yeah. necessarily. That's um, crazy. So uh, they get back before dawn on the July 17th. Um, the kidnappers um, had originally asked for $5 million, uh, which was the equivalent of about $24 million at the time. Um, they never did ask, that, but they once they find the evidence and figure yeah. everything out, they see like uh, copies yeah, of like were, the ransom note, w- the would-be yeah. script they were going to read on the phone and whatnot. Yeah, so they do the investigation. They dig up the van and they learn that it was buried in November of 1975. I'm not sure how they figured that out. Uh, I think the secure, there was witnesses because they were like, who, their big thing first was who has access to the quarry? Who would have keys to this out of ours? Who would have any type of access where they would have enough freedom to dig a 12 foot fucking hole that a moving fucking truck could right. drive down into, you know, and fill up? So that's true. There were probably a lot of workers that were like, well, yeah, there was a backhoe. Yeah, there we saw in these November. guys. I don't know. What yeah, the fuck. some guys were digging yeah. this shit. Yeah. Um, and it was like <clears> someone's dad, one of the guys, I can't remember, like maybe Woods. Woods' um, dad, dad, like owned, owned the, quarry. the quarry. Yeah, so then that connected him to Woods, and then it was just fucking Frederick boom, Woods, boom, boom, who's like the trip, the there. trippiest of them all. Is and then Frederick they found Woods. like, hey, who bought this van or the moving truck anonymously? And then they went and talked to him, and they were like, oh, this fucking guy buys all kinds of shit. It's not the first thing he bought. He just bought that one anonymously. I got paperwork. I recognize the guy. Right. And then like, oh, here it is. Boom, boom, boom. They so it's three guys. Dots. So it's yeah. Frederick Newhall Woods, right? Uh, and then two brothers, James and Richard Schoenfeld. Um, the brothers had already been convicted of, uh, motor vehicle theft. Um, and they all came from wealthy San Francisco family Families, suburbs. Yeah. And Woods' so that like, family was rich actually. Well, yeah. If the he other owned, they were all wealthy. If he owned a quarry. Well, yeah. But know, Woods I mean, was extra rich. The other ones were like, they were well to do. Like they definitely didn't need the fucking money. Well, apparently they, but were, they were in debt. debt. Yeah. They, they were all three of them got into some kind of real estate thing and they yeah. had fucking like lost a shit ton of money. So they were trying to make it back. And I'm but, guessing it was some sketchy debt. Probably, yeah, probably yeah. if they're willing to kidnap children yeah. and a bus driver. But Woods later inherits, I don't know if you have in your notes, but he later inherits a hundred million dollars. Yeah. So he has money, 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 money. Yeah. So a warrant goes out for Woods' uh, father, 
And then they get there. They recover one of the guns that was described in the kidnapping. They find a draft of the ransom note, which was written on the back of a Jack in the box wrapper. I believe. I think the names of the children <clears throat> um, and their age was written on the Jack in the box oh, okay. bag or something. Okay. Yeah. It was, a, it was an old Jack in the box bag. But yeah, they had been fucking casing the joint. They, yeah, they, they already found the, knew. the plan. The, the thing was like on a folder labeled plan. Yeah. The plan. But they something. already knew what kids were going to be on the bus because they knew who got on the bus routes yeah, at what had, time. They had like, oh, this is what we'll overcome this. If this happens, they had like exit strategies and, and things that would do it if something went wrong. They had been playing out in fucking detail, like pretty crazy detail. Yeah, I'm trying to like find definitely it. premeditated. Like that's they've been thinking about it for a year and a half. So the motive, apparently, they were inspired by uh, Dirty Harry. Um, um, I don't know if they ever admitted that, but there was a school bus full of children gets kidnapped in a Dirty Harry movie that came Harry out movie. in like 1977 sure, so or something. It was, right it was super close. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they, James Schoenfeld later said in an interview, uh, we needed multiple victims to get multiple millions and we picked children because children are precious. The state would be willing to pay ransom for them and they don't fight back. They're vulnerable. They will mind. Yeah, and the five million came from that the state of California had just announced they had a five million dollar surplus. And so like, well the state will probably just pay for it. They've got the money. They have the money. They knew they and had a surplus. We of $5 can't get five million out of off of one kid. Right. Maybe so the, we just get a Maybe the FBI or someone will them. like break it out and pay it. They even had some other crazy shit that I didn't see mentioned anywhere else is they had gone so far as to they had an X ray machine machine to like x-ray the fucking money bags to make sure there wasn't exploding devices in them and shit oh, like wow. they had a fucking x-ray machine on site at their at one of the houses to check the money bag exam money to be yeah. able to do all this yeah stuff. yeah the other thing like like has there ever been a kidnapping with like a ransom that was i mean i'm sure there has but like, like they got away with it yeah like oh, they, yeah, they, sure. they got paid money and like for sure nothing <clears throat> happened i think it happens all the time and they get you away so yeah i don't think so not anymore i don't i Definitely mean i know anymore. like in mexico and shit it happens all oh, the time yeah, well, mexico. mexico i'm saying united states oh like, i'm sure it does that there's entire fbi task forces that just deal with kidnapping yeah like, but i don't I think, think they get away though. i don't know how often they get away i doubt in, it in America. i just i, I just can't see i can't see them getting away like right. there's no way because they have to pick up the money they have right. to you know what i mean like there, there's some sort of rendezvous point where you can where them, where you know? they yeah they would get caught like yeah. and then the money serial numbered like there's so even in the 70s but again that's what i was saying know? like early information age it was like in 76 but you still thought you though, could get away with it yeah there's still though there's the money the money's still serialized the money you know what i mean like stuff still right there's still and right things. now we would know that but in yeah. 76 you're like oh we can get away with it yeah they don't think you know about that I mean? stuff. Yeah, but the government knows that, that sh- though they're like yeah, yeah we can give them that money it's serialized if they spend a dollar of it it's we got them yeah and there was also, there's a book called The Day the Children Vanished, which, uh, or a, a short story, I guess, written by a guy named Hugh Pentecost. Um, and it was published in an Alfred Hitchcock book uh, full of like short stories about crime. Um, and there was a copy in the Chowchilla Public Library. Um, and apparently it also outlines a very similar case. Hmm. So they think that they might, there's no proof that they checked that book out. Might have got an idea in, or something. Yeah. Um, so the on November 5th, uh, Madera County judge orders the trial to be moved to a different county, which was probably a good call because every motherfucking buddy mm-hmm. knew everybody. You wouldn't be able to get a, so a jury. They had a, um, an interview with the sheriff, and he said some guys from town came in, um, and they were like, he's like, hey, I need to talk to you, sheriff. He goes in there and says, hey, what's up? He's like, um, I'm, I was told to ask a question, and there's a bunch of good old boys who were like, 
we want to know if we came in here and took these boys off your hands and hung them, what would you do? And he's like, I'd kill you. And he was like, you really? He's like, yeah, I'd kill you. He's like, I don't care if the state hangs them. They deserve what's coming, but that's not how the system works. Right. He said, you or anyone tries to come and take these men from me, I'll kill you. And that oh, the they were fucking trying to sheriff is like a fucking like Fuck, gangster. Dude. You should hear the sheriff still, talk. Though, like, like, they, the people, the townspeople were trying to lynch them. Yeah, they absolutely like, yeah. would have done it. Like, and they were really worried. Yeah. He said he, he was worried about like a fucking, he wasn't worried about them doing like a mob thing, but he was worried about like a, was it Jack Ruby kind of thing yeah. happening where someone runs in with a gun and fucking Shoots pop pops. Yeah. 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 I thought about it. If someone fucking kidnapped my son, I would actually absolutely fucking yeah, run up to the court yeah. while he's going in and be like, Hey, fucking Jack. Pop, pop. Yep. Jack Ruby, done. Fuck him. They take your, take your dad away, though, but justice is served. Yeah. Fuck that guy and fuck those kind of people. Yeah. So the judge orders it to be moved. Uh, the In July, uh, all of them plead guilty to 27 counts of kidnapping for ransom. Um, and the prosecution dropped 18 counts of robbery. Mm. I don't know what that was involved. I can't remember what that would be like their personal they, their belongings must have or been, something. Like they, cause they yeah. took all their shit, you know? Yeah. But what they had like fucking t-shirts and it's shoes. Robberies are robbery. robbery. Yeah. yeah. The bus. Yeah. yeah. So they dropped like the 18 counts of robbery. Uh, they tried him for that. Um, they, uh, refused to plead guilty for bodily harm. Um, on some cases where people were hurt. That would trigger life sentences without right. parole. Right. It. Yeah. And then apparently it was found that that wouldn't have worked anyway because the physical injuries didn't weren't They're bad superficial enough to be or counted whatever. as bodily Well, at first harm. it went over that way, though. They did get sentenced to life without parole based off of that. And then they appealed it later because they're rich and they have fucking fancy attorneys. Oh, wow. So, like, I think two years went by and then there was an appeal and they redid the case. And the kids had to go back and retestify and shit. And they tried to say, like, the best they could do for the injuries was, like, cuts and scrapes. Um, and maybe, like, someone was like, oh, well, kidney damage because I had to hold my pee for 11 hours kind of shit. Um, so it didn't meet the definitive, like, <clears throat> definition that was currently written harm, into law yeah. of bodily harm and injury. I see. Which, it wasn't I mean, enough. And I see that. I mean, those guys were douchebags and whatever, but the bodily harm thing. Like, but it's crazy because then it triggered it, uh, the possibility of parole. So yeah. then two years after they had been in prison, they immediately started to have parole hearings. And I think they fucking have to re-include... Like the people had to come back and fight against it and shit. No, I don't. Like, I don't think that. Like, I think. I think the parole hearings are done by a board. It is, know? but somehow it reinvolved. I think it like they were notified you, or something. You can, yeah, they're yeah. notified. I think you, you get can, the you can chance, you can go and say something. Yeah. At that point, they're still fucking kids, dude. So like a five year old, yeah. uh, oh, he's seven now, and the guy that kidnapped him and put him in a hole might get out. Yeah, and is in prison like eighty miles away from him. Right. That's fucking terrifying for the family, and the family thinks like, especially when you think like. Fuck them. They got what was coming to them. We can move on with our life and we'll get past it. Or right when you think you're going to move on and get past it because fuck those guys. They're dead in a hole. As far as I'm concerned, they're dead. They're in fucking prison forever. Right. Getting butt raped and trying to trade apples and cigarettes or whatever's going on, you know. But then you find out, oh, that motherfucker's going to get out. It's real again and like live in life. Like Mm -hmm. if he does get out, now what? Are you going to kill that motherfucker? Are you scared of of the guy? So it like puts it back into your life. You can't just move on with life now. So I don't know. In this case, I don't know that I would feel that way. None of it was personal. None of it was. Dude, if someone put Vaughn in a hole and then he didn't get life in prison after putting Vaughn in a hole that was covered. No, but I wouldn't be worried that he's, I wouldn't be worried about him getting out of prison. 
I'm not worried that he's coming yeah. back after Vaughn. Yeah, like the whole thing. Back, yeah. It wasn't like it was, a it was just a random thing. fucking, we're yeah. going to get this bus full of these I don't kids. Know, those kids <laughs> definitely would be worried about it. You might not be worried as a rational adult. The kids might not even know, though. The kids don't get the mail. The parents right. are going to get the mail. Well, they knew, though. Yeah, yeah. It, was on the yeah. Ma- it was on the news. It was yeah. like a big deal. It was like yeah. there was no hiding from it. Like, Chow Chill is a small town. Yeah. yeah. That all they would fucking talk about was probably that. Like, oh, those motherfuckers are going to get out. We're going to fucking, you know, like, that would be a big deal in that town. So Richard Schoenfeld was released on parole in 2012. Uh, His brother, yeah, it was like almost 50 years. His brother was released in 2015. Was it worth it? Um, Was it worth it? Uh, Woods was denied parole for the 19th time. Because that motherfucker's a gangster, dude. He He did the craziest shit in prison. And I was like, how in the fuck did you do all that? So while he was in prison... He uh, ran several businesses, including a gold mine and a car dealership, without notifying prison authorities. Hmm. And a real estate, um, some kind of. There was another real one. Estate was, was, yeah, shit. real estate shit. Yeah. Um, he got married three times. Yeah, <laughs> he inherited a hundred million dollars uh, from his dad, uh, although his lawyer disputed that. And that was in. He bought a mansion or something while he was in prison. Yeah, he did. Like like a few miles away from the out. jail, thirty yeah. minutes from the prison, he bought a mansion. Yeah. So, but from what I read, um. As of like a month ago or something from recording this, the the parole board, I think it was like maybe two months ago, the parole board okayed his parole and sent it to the governor's desk. And the governor had 30 days to sign it and agree with the parole board to let him out. And the paper trail ends. Like I didn't find one article. So the, those 30 days expired like a month yeah. ago. And I never heard a story that I he saw, got out, and yeah. I never saw a story that the I governor didn't. denied it. So it's weird, like it's in limbo. Well, actually, I don't know. With our governor right now, he probably let him out. The last thing I Fucking, saw was he had been denied. Well, the other guys got out. the other. He had been two, denied yeah, seventeen times. Uh, seventeen times because of possession of cell phones, pornography, like his track record is he couldn't make it through um, one period between parole hearing, right hearing now, yeah. with, uh, with yeah. hearing to parole hearing with with good behavior to prove. And it's pretty obvious based off his behavior and his ability to do the crazy things he did when he's in prison that right. he is the mastermind and probably like Jedi mind trick those two dudes into doing some shady shit. Yeah. You know, they were kind of under control. It was like, well, it's, we're not going to hurt anyone. We're just going to take them. We're going to give them right back. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Because like they got out, they did a bunch of fucking rehab shit while they were there. Um, you can get transcripts of their um, parole hearings um, they've even written letters to some of the victims and even to the podcasts I listen to expressing like remorse, yeah. you know, whether you believe it or not. Um, the woods guy, probably but the no woods remorse. guy, yeah. um, he would, he denied, um, any involvement in the, in that podcast that I watched or the documentary. Um, and he, I guess him and his attorney stood up and walked out of the last parole hearing due to some type of legal, the way it was going or something. They walked out of it and didn't even finish it. Hmm. And he'll be eligible for parole the next time in 2024 is what hmm. I think this next hearing was. That's the last thing I saw on that podcast. So I don't la- know. The last thing that I saw I think was, it's, every, it's every couple of years. The letter was sent to the governor. Yeah, I didn't see that I'm trying part. to find it. Yeah. I just know that he was eligible again in 2024 is I think <laughs> what I saw. And it's funny, like one of the victims, um, actually, I don't know if you have in your notes, but like he went and met with them. He met with all of them. And forgave them and apologized to them for hating them for 38 years, um, which is wild. But it brought closure for this guy. Like he was fucking well, that's tormented. Something that, that's something that therapy would would do. Right. Like you yeah. have to confront your fear. He, because you he became to, uh, an alcoholic and, and to, a drug yeah. addict. And like yeah. when he went to get off of it, he's gone his ninth step. And he was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to confront them. And then they had a psychologist on there to try to explain why would he apologize to them 
And they said, because when you see the humanity in your, um, what's the, the opposite of a victim, uh, the not attacker, but I don't know the, the aggressor and whatever the crime is. Yeah. When you see the human nature of them and how that they're vulnerable, um, that you're no longer afraid of them, that there's some sub level thing where you're afraid of this person. You're in constant fear. Yeah. Even as a fucking 50 year old man, he's like, it's like a kid and his dad. You yeah, know, when, once like he actually the, yeah. saw in his eyes and looked at him and apologized to him, then he like forgave him. There's pictures of them like this, all smiling, like the kidnappers and the, one of the fucking huh. kids as a grown ass man because he went. Yeah, because you realize, oh, these guys are old now. Yeah, and right. he just hung out with old them. Dude, and like, not, I don't have to be afraid them, of him yeah, anymore. And forgave him. Yeah. I was like, well, he didn't I mean, apologize to him. He I would have Jack Ruby him for doing it, but yeah. it looks like 40 years passed, man. In 40 years, you're not the same person you no. were. Like it's kind of wild. Yeah. Like they probably did absolutely regret and have remorse for. Think of well, the yeah, things you did. Stayed in prison for fifty. Think years of the kind of shit you did when you were fucking yeah. twenty. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're driven yeah, by you're fucking an idiot. Yeah. balls. You're an idiot. Like yeah, like you're doing stupid shit yeah. for sure. High when, school, you're an idiot. Fucking twenties, you're an idiot. You know, and yeah. So in some cases, there's people fucking. They're just their whole life. They're an idiot. But you know, as people change, you know, you look back and you go, man. Like the shit I cared about, the shit, you know. But man, several of the people have, you know, obviously super bad anxiety issues. Like yeah. their whole life, they couldn't, um, like one lady could never go into deep sleep. She could never go into REM sleep. Yeah, I saw that. Like she avoided sleep. Like she said she never really lets herself fall asleep because she has reoccurring <clears throat> nightmares. <clears throat> and so she's always like, don't really go all the way to sleep, which is terrible for you. That's fucking awful. I, yeah. I can't imagine that existence. And then another person, they never have their bed, no matter where that, by a window. Because they have a fear like someone's going to reach through the fucking window. Like right. they can't help that just out of the per- like taken. that window is going to open. They're going to be taken. Yeah. Um, the one guy, Mike, he became a terrible fucking like meth addict. He's still, he's 10 years, 11 years clean, I think, as of the release of that podcast. Um, yeah, Mar- March 29th of 2022, he was granted parole by the parole okay. board, but it said that it was pending. It, I guess all the parole. If he was granted, it all parole, go, it all goes. It's the governor a, approved it. Yeah, it. You like, go, but it, no story. There's no story since yeah. then. But it, there were a million stories it's of him getting old, parole. It's, a, it's such What's an Woods' old first story? name again? Because when that Francis. happened, there's like story after. It was like a hot story. It was in the New York Times that he got parole. So the fact that he was granted parole and then we're waiting through and they all just say we're waiting for the governor to sign yeah, the parole notice. It's like it makes me Frederick. think that he didn't get out. Or there uh, would have been another. There totally would have. I think there would have been another round of stories that said they're he let, got they're out. They're letting three strikers out. You know what I mean? That have that have killed people. I don't know. I don't think he got out. There's letting people with more on. violent crimes out. There, I think he got out. There I'm was enough. Sure in, I don't think he did because there would have been like there were stories across the country just that he got paroled, which meant there was enough interest that if he got out, there would have been a Red whole wave Woods. of stories that he got out. But that that story never happened. Yeah, I've seen this. That's the Fox article. Did you read that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. There's that. a bunch though. Yeah, it says God, he's old as fuck, <laughs> seven years old. The Fox article is very convoluted. It goes into it starts talking about the victims and yeah. it doesn't really talk about him getting parole. Just, so I don't know. He might be out. He might not be out. The 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 interwebs failed us on that. Yeah, it's like to get released. But I mean, he's seven. I don't know. He's a fucking. He's a conniving trickster that motherfucker like everyone's like what's a 70 year old man gonna do it's like well it was never a violent crime really right you know what i mean his shit was like just conniving fucking deceitful con artist kind yeah. of shit that he was doing he's entirely capable of doing that 70 shit i got some customers that come in there 70 you're like you're 70 yeah like jesus christ like they're still entirely capable of fucking there's 70 year olds fighting molesting yeah. children yeah you know let I mean? alone like, doing they could do all kinds yeah. of shit and i guess in 2016 25 of the surviving children uh, settled a lawsuit 
against the kidnappers. And the money came out of that. They said it was enough to pay for some serious therapy, but not enough to buy a house. That's too bad. And it came out of his, it came out of his, came out of his, yeah, his hundred. I think he's out because there's a CNN story that says he was granted parole. He had the support of two of the survivors. But they all say he, he was granted parole, parole. But then they all say that we they had, that the governor had thirty days to to authorize it. But then there's no follow up. Yeah, those, just on as a proof of parole, story. it doesn't actually ever say he's out. Right. Eighteenth hmm. attempt to earn parole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone probably knows. There's some dork out there that knows. Because it seems like as many as many links as there are for him getting granted that well, parole, there was, would have been links that he yeah, it was March, got out. April. I mean, that's soon. Maybe there's a process that's still ongoing. Yeah, just that he got approved and maybe, that's true. It said that the governor has 30 days to sign it, but maybe there's other shit yeah. in the middle. So that puts you May. Oh, Seems like as soon as that's the governor, crazy too. <clears throat> governor Newsom's late father, Judge William Newsom, was the one who reduced all of their sentences in 1980. Oh, weird. Yeah. So that they can have a chance for parole. Wow, that's crazy. Woods read, it says his, his, uh, his parole hearing was last Friday. This was when the article was done. Uh, Woods read an apology for his crime. I have em- empathy for the victims, which I didn't have then. He said, uh, I had a character change since then. I was 24 years old, he added. Now I fully understand the terror and trauma I caused. I fully take responsibility for this heinous act. And, uh, yeah, I think he, he was approved for parole in final. Just doesn't say uh, that. Within 120 know. days will be sent to Newsom where he'll have 30 days to review the decision. Because it's not a murder conviction, Newsom cannot overrule it, but instead send it to the Board of Parole Hearings for review. So, more than likely, he, he got out. I just don't think he did. Because it. Was, I think it would have been all over the news still. Yeah, you see interviews. I've never even heard about this, like. I don't think we give a shit. Aftermath. Well, so anyways, there was some weirdness with uh, Ed Ray Day, February 26th. Yeah, I saw that they made it. Um, definitely, if you're like, if you're really into the story that we're talking about, like obviously we didn't cover every little thing, but there's uh, that that six part uh, episode is pretty pretty in depth. I mean, they go interviews with lots of the victims and survivors, and they even have um, uh, man, I can't think of the guy's name. I think it's Larry is one of the victims, and the other guy Mike. It was the guy who was five or six years old mm-hmm. and then Mike, who was 14, actually meet each other because they never actually met each other for 45 years. Like no, they went crazy. their separate ways after yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. And he like looked up to him and admired him and like idolized him and he was his hero. And he actually wrote a book um, about the the events that had taken place. And one of the controversial things was that Ed was made the hero immediately. Like, like before they even made it back to town, the bus driver like dug him out of the hole and saved him. And he wasn't the one. And who did he it. actually sat down and gave up and said, sometimes you got to know when to kick the bucket. And Mike was the one that fucking like stacked the mattresses and said, fuck that and started pushing up the manhole thing. And then he was like, okay, like he kind of sparked him to help. Like I need someone strong, your grown ass man, get up here and fucking push on this with me. And then he helped. And I mean, obviously he led him to the fucking safety. But I also read a bunch of stories that said that he, like while the digging was happening, he was like leading the kids in song. They sing a bunch of songs. They said disco like, songs. He was like trying to keep yeah. them occupied and keep the morale high. Yeah, so they talked about them he singing probably, disco. He probably went through the typical range of human Yeah, school bus guy. He said like, you know, uh, you know he was always had the radio on. They said he was a super cool guy. But yeah, yeah maybe at, maybe when you've already lived 60 years or 50 years, you're like, right. ah, fuck it. I, I had a good life. Like, I'm done. I'm in a hole. 
But he's still, I mean, he was still helping him dig and still singing yeah. disco songs. Yeah, he's a so, hero by every yeah. mean, but I, mean, I think maybe like, he had, maybe he, I think just, maybe some credit should have gone Mike's way a little more than there, there might should have been a Mike day. Yeah, there, was, sure. there was probably For some sure. up and down emotions. Going yeah, on, absolutely. You know what I, mean? I mean, there was probably a moment where he was literally sitting there like, we're going to fucking die. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. and some kid happened to ask him at that moment and he was Can like, you help me you like, fucking, fucking you know die. what? Fuck You're going to yeah. die. Like, yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> no, crazy story. I had never heard of it, but. Um. Yeah, kidnapping yeah, that, a whole fucking bus. Yeah, just that. That one's on Spotify, and then there's also a, a small uh, episode of I don't remember what the name of the series was, but if you just look it up and Google it, you'll find it. It was uh, through Paramount Plus via um, Prime, mm-hmm. so that's where I'm watching. There was one uh, some some season of something has an episode. It's about 45 minutes, um, and they also have interviews, so you can actually see the people. Um, which makes it a little more interesting too. Sometimes when you see you can see pictures sure. of the children, you can see who the kidnappers are and see their face, and then see people as as grown ups and talk about therapy. So it's kind of cool. It's supplemental to this, obviously. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah you got all you needed yeah. right here. Yeah, if you need to write a research paper, done. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean? but if you just want to go a little further, get a little gravy, a little frosting. Yeah, then you can go check out these supposedly professional. No, we got all the podcasts. frosting. They're just going to give you yeah. more bones. That's Maybe that's you. right. The bones yeah. and the frosting. Yeah. So on that note, um, social media winner for this episode is going to be uh, Dami underscore Llama 06 from Instagram. They commented on a reel that we recently shared. Um, so that's all you got to do. It's as little as it takes. They're going to get um, they're going to get a social media prize, and uh, Frankie Pigeon is going to reach out and get the t-shirt size. We're going to send you out a t-shirt <clears throat> via Jimmy D's Tees. That's that's who made it, and then I'm going to send it to you via Frankie Pigeon's correspondence. And all you had to do is just comment on a reel that we put. We ha- we reward social media engagement because it's very helpful to us. You know, like I would say, it's like the taco truck with a bunch of people standing outside. When people see the engagement on social media, um, they go, hey, there must be something fucking cool going on over here. Maybe yeah. I should check it out. So we appreciate that. Thank you to, for, to you for doing that. And uh, we're also part of the- Lindsay con- Adams. Who's that? Hmm? Hmm? Who's that? What? Hmm, I don't know. Calling someone out right now, apparently. What are you talking about? Uh, check out Podbelly. Go to podbelly.com and uh, check out other cool podcasts like Art and Jacob Do America and uh, Hillbilly Horror Stories over there. Um, also, this uh, this podcast was made possible by Lukiteco Hot Sauce. Um, King of Flair since 1968. You can find it most major grocery stores. You can get it at shopelucateco.com. You can use code SOFAKING to save some money and get an exclusive sticker when you're there. Um, you can get a six-pack, and you, yes, can, you, can. You, can, you can make your own customized flavored pack. Um, if you don't like hot sauce, you can give the gift of flavor. You can buy some hot sauce for someone else. Um, if you just want to support us <coughs> by, by supporting them, they have all kinds of stuff. You can get a shirt. Um, they got flannels and all kinds of fanny stuff. packs. I mean, if anything else, it'll make you look cool. Yeah, you'll look cool. You don't even have to. Yeah, you could chicken out. You could just buy the bottle yeah. and post it, like open yeah. it, break the label, yeah. pour yeah. some on some Put it food. on some food, yeah. then throw it away. Yeah, and yep. then don't even eat it if you yeah. don't want to. Or, or get some triple X, put it on there, yeah. and give it to a bum. Yeah. yeah. The support and the monetary result is the same. Yeah. Your life will be a little sadder, to be yeah. honest. You should go for it. You should yeah. eat that sauce. Don't throw it away. Yeah. You would surprise yourself. We've had time and time again, we've had yeah. people that were not hot sauce people. That yeah. We get messages about people that didn't like hot sauce. They got white girl mouth. They got white girl mouth and white girl butthole. There's all kinds of stuff. So. Check it out, Elio If you see it in the wild, take a picture and uh, post it on social media. Tag Elio tag us, and help spread the word of flavor. Amber Sumner. Yeah. And then uh, oh, I, see, I see what's happening now. Hmm? Um, also, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Modern Grub. They've been feeding us for a couple weeks now. We've spoke their deliciousness. It's uh, real fresh, clean food, gluten-free, uh, grain-free, dairy-free. 
No added salt, preservatives, or refined sugars. No nuts. Um, Delicious. If, yeah. yeah. If you are local, there's on, cox in it, though. No nuts. Though. I have heard there might be that in there. Definitely yeah. no nuts. Yeah, chicken. What am I? Cashew nuts in it, though. Did it? Oh, you're right. It oh, does have it has cox and nuts. Yeah, it's not a peanut. Ours does. Though. Dave's doesn't have cox. Yeah, no. no male nuts, though. Cashews no. are female nuts. Yeah. 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 Um, Sally Sue. If you're in Bakersfield, they're at 1100 Callaway Drive, uh, Suite 100, Bakersfield, California, 93312. Um, and if you just want to call them, just want to say what's up, you can call them from anywhere, really. And yeah, just call them from anywhere. Tell them they're awesome. You appreciate what they do. But don't be a nuisance or yeah, spam them or anything. Yeah, awesome. Uh, it is a business. Yeah, 661-695-9006 if you have questions about their food or anything and you're local and thinking about ordering. Um, if you're out of state or out of town, actually, um, and you want to contribute in some way, um, we've been trying to tell you, you can you can buy some food for someone in need. Um, they have options for yeah. the Ronald McDonald House and yep. I think maybe like Ronald the Bigfoot Mission um, on their website. So you can definitely buy a meal for someone else. You can buy a meal for us. Um, we'll give you the address. They have our address. They know. Um, so you can also um, just buy food for someone in Bakersfield. If you got some friend through the podcast like Axel or Patty or Victoria Barton. They don't or, have friends. You know, there's, lots, there's lots of people in town. Um, they don't have friends though. You could no maybe bribe them. If you don't have friends, maybe you could bribe a couple of Bakersfield people no. to, to no, 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 pretend like they like you. in Bakersfield don't have friends. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, not actually. Jose Luis. Yeah. Oh, we let that guy hang out sometimes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but it's it's just, it's not voluntary. Right. He, did, he almost killed me one time yeah. with 25 pounds of cat. Steve uh, Foster. What are those? Not cashews. Oh, oh the pistachios. Pistachios, yeah. yeah. Steve Foster, yeah. Steve Foster, <laughs> you go buy him some food. He needs it. He looks like a fucking shit wreck. Yeah. It's like a shipwreck, yeah. yeah. Alan. It's a butt pirate. It's a yeah. shit wreck. Um, Alan Urquhart, yeah, you yeah, get him Alan some Urquhart. food. He needs yeah. it too. He's looking a little frail these days. He has no friends. Yeah, no friends. Looks like the Santa Claus. Like he's gonna be mm-hmm. fucking. He's mm-hmm. gonna be flying on a sled this winter. Yeah. Uh, so, but check it out. Uh, it's eatmoderngrub.com and you can follow them on social media at modern underscore grub. Um, if you can't contribute that way, just go like and share and comment and do some nice stuff. Just let them know. You know, Sofa King sent you. That helps us as well. Um, also, check out Print Bill Dirt Cheap. Buxton. You can go to printdirtcheap.com and you can get printed goods. You can use code Sofa King Podcast to save some money. Um, if you need a banner, you can get those at Two Day Banners. That's the number two daybanners.com. They can get it to you in little as uh, 48 hours. Also, check out SKR Apparel at SUIKAR Apparel.com. Um, Nicole needs some money for our, all, her, all her Greek gifts. And uh, Chachki, she's probably over there buying. Oh, spend, yeah. Real spendy, I heard. Just spending money buying shit. She's a tourin' and a tourin'. Yeah. What she? What did you guys call her? Ferner. A ferner. A oh, ferner. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I have heard that term. She's before. a ferner in a fern country right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is in a fern country. Fern country. Yeah. yeah. I like it so much more now that I understand it. <laughs> it's kind of great. I'm embracing it, and I'll yeah. use it in the future. Good. I like it. Um, so yeah, James you, Parks. You can also go to retrovague.com and use code 80s kid to save some money on that over there. If you're into 80s stuff, check out Mindframe podcast across all listening platforms. Um, Dave's voice is sultry and sexy and it'll put you to sleep. Might make you come. I've heard that. I heard they can make you come to yeah. the door. Yeah. It's like the yeah. audio. Yeah. Like he, he records it in stereo and it's kind of breathy. Sometimes it seems excessive, but yeah. once you figure out what it's really intended for, then you get it. You're in the club. You're in the nest. Mm, so go I check it out. I didn't know that. He doesn't endorse that. That mm. that my my frame shot. No, Brandon take, Bowman. Yeah, I'm gonna go check it out. Um, he must be taken seriously. That was almost like '80s, like Eurythmics or something weird. I don't know. There's something weird going on there. What? I heard like there was a beat behind that. What? What? What are I you talking know. about? I, don't know, I thought I heard something. I don't know. Hmm. It might be something wrong with your microphone. It might be. Mm. Or your microphone. It's making noise over there. Patrons. Yeah. So that's that's all I got. 
You're good on those. You did it. Working in, allegedly. Hmm? You're yeah. on Reddit, good r4 slash Sophie Podcast. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are at Sophie Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. You have Sophie King Grant and Sophie King Dave. Also, check out. Oh, you can check out underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's, T's, and Podbelly. They'll be retired.